keep it as much as possible, but it's not. Cause you know how they do my Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. But it is what it is. The number one live show in the world, West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. Coming to you from Pig Studios in Compton, California. Featuring radio personality Super Steve Flores. Comedian extraordinaire, that dude Johnny C. And Mr. I'll do anything for a buck, Mario 81. So throw your dubs in the air and let's get ready to pop up. It's that time again, Tuesday night. Let's go. The number one live Tuesday night podcast. On Earth. In the world, it's the West Coast Pop Blog Podcast That's coming us. to you live from Pig Studios <laughs> in a secret location in Compton, California. Secretos. And uh, today we have a, a, a special guest, uh, Jimmy. He goes as Jimmy Sauce. Jimmy Sauce. Uh, tasting all the food out there, so you don't have to. Oh. You don't have to waste your time and go to a taco stand That's and be right. like, oh, I wonder how it tastes. Go check him out. Yeah, he lets you know. He, right. He'll he'll tell you if it's tacos or I mean, all kind, we're gonna get we're gonna dive into it. Uh, today with him, so uh, welcome, up, Jimmy. Yeah, right. Thank you, guys. Yo, yo, yo. What to do, party people? Happy Taco Tuesday. Oh shit! Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Taco Tuesday, guys. Thank you guys for having me. It's Absolutely. a pleasure. It's an honor. It is Taco Tuesday. I always forget about that. Yeah, Even yeah. though this is the only, I always make sure. You know when I remember is I drive home and there's a taco truck right on my way to the house, oh, yeah. and they. It's all it's different tacos every week, but they do different dollar tacos. Nice, nice. Every Tuesday, you know. So that's when I remember. I'm, I'm like, oh shit, that's right. Tacos. Driving down here, just driving down uh, down this uh, down this way, I, I ran into a couple of taco trucks, and I'm like, man, I gotta go get some before I go home. So. Sure. Yeah. Is there an oversaturation of tacos now? Because even like where where I live uh, in Orange County, I mean, it's just getting swarmed. Sure. And it's the and it's the ones that we like, you know, with the little lights and doesn't have a name. <laughs> but there's a trompo, there's there's every single meat you can think of in like five different waters and eight different salsas. But is it getting oversaturated? It, it, it is. It's oversaturated all over LA. I mean, not LA, Orange County, all over San Bernardino. It's oversaturated. But you know, people don't realize that there's uh, everybody has a different style of foods, a different uh, style of tacos. You know, and uh, everybody's different. You might go to this, you know, truck and they might have something that's almost similar to, but everybody's got different stuff. Uh, the change, the salsas change around. So, mm -hmm. but it is oversaturated. Uh, growing up in East LA, um, there was only one taco truck uh, when I was a kid, and now there's like about a thousand of them. You know, so but everybody has a different style. So you know, you can pick and choose on. What I you always want. think about it like hair salons or you know all that's kind of is sure like sure there's an oversaturation, but there's room at the top. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yes. They're, they're like this, this oversaturation is happening at the bottom and in the middle, at yeah. the top of all industries. At the top, they're hoping for people like, "Yo, where's the killers? Like, where are yeah. the like where?" And, and then you know you you know eventually the cream rises to the top. So yes, there's saturation and all this is, but that shit is, you know, there we're looking for killers still. You know where are they at? Yeah. You had mentioned about a taco truck, uh, just a truck. I mean, just a little stand with the little lights and stuff. Yeah. No name. Those are the best. Yeah, yeah. You know the ones of that course. don't have any name on them or anything, and the, you know have no advertisements or not. You go to those little taco stands and you go, "What the fuck? This this great food. I mean, it's amazing. It blows your mind." And you're like, well, "Who are you guys? Where are you guys from?" And oh, we're just local people. You know. Yeah, we just they have their stilo. They have. Their we style. live right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, some of these people are in front of their houses and yeah. they're in their in their yards, and you pass by and you're like, "You know what? I'm gonna give these guys a shot." And you're blown away by their food. You know, everybody has their own style. Um, you know, background and what they, how they've learned how to cook. You know, and um, 
Yeah, it's great. I like it. I, I like to give everybody a shot. You know, I, I might not go to them again, but I'll stop by and give them a shot and, and try their food and, and see what it's all about. But there's places I've been to and I'm like, dude, I'm going to come back and come back and come back. Yeah. And that's what we do, you know. So me and my wife do that all the time. There's a place by my house that they needed a roof on their house. Hell yeah. So they started selling tacos in the front and on the in the corners. We, we called them Tacos La Esquina. Oh wow! Okay. You know the corner so tacos. You guys gave yeah. them we name. gave the, we. Oh, wow. my, my boy was like, "Hey, let's go get some tacos." You know, at the taco las esquinas. So we're like, "What?" <laughs> so, and then once they got the roof, they stopped. I was like, "Whoa, these were bomb, <laughs> dude!" Like, what no, the they hell? knew. They knew. They were like, "Look, we're not in this for the long haul. We just need a roof, oh, man. Get man. out of here." <laughs> but they were so good, though. You know what I mean? I thought you were gonna say that was the beginning of their empire. Oh, I was originally they were just trying to pay for a roof. That's but now, all they did. You know, the like, roof's on there, and I was like. Tacos are gone. They're like, yo, this like, is what? a lot. They're like, this is a lot of work, man. I don't want to do this shit yeah. anymore. You, you know what? It is a lot of work. It, it has oh, to be. It, goes, it has oh, to man, be. Oh man, there's so much work that goes behind it. And uh, you know, it's funny you mentioned that uh, they needed a roof. But I, I've got a friend that sells cars at a car dealership over in uh, East LA, and he tells me, man, they're coming in here. They're buying cars cash. They're buying Corvettes. They're buying, you know, uh, um, all these great cars, trucks and stuff, and they're paying cash. And he goes, you know what they do? I'm like, I have no idea. He says they, they're taco vendors. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. They're Taco vendors, hot dog vendors. Sure. I mean, I have fruit a friend. Stand? Where's the fruit oh, yeah. stand? The fruit man. stands. Because there's somebody that is, I mean, I don't want to say like pimp, but he's the guy. Sure. There's not, look, it, yeah, each one of those people don't own their individual cart. No. You know I mean? There's yeah. one guy that yeah. controls it. You know what I'm saying? And they're making dough. And it's cash. Yeah. And I've seen lately, uh, coming out of concerts, it's like the hot dog lady. Oh, yeah. And then they're selling beers. Sure. Five bucks of beer, like crap. You're like, what? And it's just, it's just crazy. What is your view on them setting up in front of an established spot, though? You know, there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of controversy over that and stuff. And you know, uh, a lot of the businesses get upset because they think that they're taking their business. And I, I, to me, I mean, you know, you you've got a, let's say, a burger stand, and you know, I like burgers. My wife likes tacos. Let's, you know, you know, we'll go back and forth, but. I think I think that everybody has enough. You know, there's a chance for everybody to make money. Sure. You know, if you if you drive down the street just like driving down this way, you got Jack in the Box, you got McDonald's, and you got Burger King all in one corner. No, if yeah. you that's why I say this all the time. If you're opening a Burger King, you don't go look for the place where there's nothing. You go look for a McDonald's, and you open up right across the street from it. Exactly. Like that's like that's where you go. Right. And there's there's you know people are going to go to the you know the establishments whatever whatever they're selling. You know, uh, my wife loves mariscos. I'm not a big marisco fan, but I, um, you know, she'll get mariscos and I'll go across the street and get me a torta, you know? So, you know, but there's a lot of people that don't like to be, have businesses pop out in front of them. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of the abuse and all that stuff's coming out. You know, if we all watch the news and stuff, a lot of people are getting, you know, they're getting beat up and they're getting hurt because of that. And you're an advocate for that. I saw some of your posts about being on the news and talking about, you know, what's going on with these people and, and not only just like other other establishments, but even other people in general that just come that get pissed and are throwing their food on the ground. And, yeah. And, you know, you also talked about how, well, you know what, let's go backwards because you started off cooking. Yes. So you just didn't start off with the camera. No, no, no. You know, it goes back to about 2008. Um, I, since I was a kid, I want to say since I was little, I've always loved cooking. And it was something I loved to do. It was just a passion. Mm -hmm. And I've cooked for friends and family. And I've had friends tell me, hey, man, you need to open up a restaurant. I'm like, oh, come on, I'm not that good. They're like, no, you, yes, you are. And um, uh, me and my wife were coaching uh, softball for our daughter's team. And we did a, 
we, we brought some salsa one day. We sold hot dogs, and we made about 800 bucks, you know? And right. it went back to the team, of course. And uh, my wife looks at me. She goes, Jimmy, look at your salsa. It's all gone. But everybody else's salsa was still untouched. And I thought, hey, that's pretty cool. They liked it. Yeah. And so we started catering, you know, for friends. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Let me go back for family only. And then it got to friends, and then more people started calling us. I'm like, no, we don't do this. And it just kind of evolved from that. <laughs> yeah, it did. No, we don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know that thing that you did? Will you do that for me? We don't yeah. do that. Like, yeah. stop calling us. Our first event was pretty <laughs> – our first event away from family was pretty big. It was for a bike club. Um, and it was a lot of people, and I was scared. I was nervous. I didn't know how much meat to buy. I didn't know how much stuff to make. And I, I'll never forget this. Uh, this little old lady comes up to me, and she tells me in Spanish – well, she, she asked my wife, who makes the salsa here? And I just looked at her, oh, and my eyes shit. opened up, and I said, fuck, what did I do? <laughs> oh, shit, this and little lady's going to let you have it. Yeah, and I, I, I kind of I you know, stood back, my wife goes, oh, he made it. And there was a couple of us there. I had a, uh, hired a couple of friends to come with us. And then uh, she goes, he made it. And then she goes, you made the salsa? And I go, yes, is everything okay? And she says, keep doing what you're doing. You're going to go to the top. And I said, hell yeah. I was blessed. So I asked one of the guys there, I go, who's that lady? He goes, why, what happened? I said, no, she just gave me a compliment. And he goes, well, if she told you that, she knows what she's talking about. She's got a couple of successful restaurants. And that was, didn't tell me the name, but he told me that. And that was like kind of like the icing on the cake for me. I said, I got this. It started off with one salsa, and we created other salsas. And um, we started catering. Uh, we catered the uh, 2000, wait, I'm sorry. A couple years ago, we catered for the Killers at the Staples Center, just for the band. Fuck yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, and it was funny because their management called us, or called me, and they were like, well, we got this special event, blah, blah, blah. We're going back and forth. And I had said no to them. And the guy says, you know, you know the killers are? I said, of course I know the killers. I love their music. He says, for them. But it was a Friday night, and it was at 1130. They wanted me to cater. And it was 530 in the afternoon. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, we had two catering events the next day. And I was like, I can't do it. And I was like, man, I'm just I'm telling the killers no. And so it got to the point where they kept going back and forth. And then... Um, we hung up, and then they called back again. And I told my wife, don't answer. So she, you know, she does a swipe. She's like, here, I'm like, what are you doing, man? I answered the phone. I'm like, I said, okay, guess what? We're done. Matt Bellamy from Users there. I mean, it's pretty That's exciting. Awesome. That was like, yeah, that was nice. like wow. Because you know whoever's calling has been told make this happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not, like, this isn't their decision. This is whoever's on that phone has been told, yo, get this, like, make, get this shit done. So they're on the phone hanging up like, like, you know, yeah. like, what am I supposed to, what the fuck am I going to do now? It's like, call that fool back and tell him something, you know, like, get I don't him. care what you tell him, but you better get him here. It's like, <laughs> I want that salsa. Yeah, yeah I, I asked, I asked how they heard of us and they said they, they found us on, on, on Yelp and, and they really wanted us to come down and we were like, uh, it's not that I didn't want to do it, it's just a last minute thing. And then I, I said, look, this is what we can do, but I'm going to charge you this price because it's last minute. Yeah. We don't care. Come down. I went down to the Staples Center, went down to their green room. Uh, they gave me the backstage, backstage pass. I went downstairs. I gave them, they gave me the credit card. Swiped it. No tip. It's okay. Bastards. Yeah. Damn you. And so yeah, we did it. And, and they came out and they ate. And I was we were hanging out with um, uh, Vinny, the drummer, mm -hmm. and we were talking with him. And they were really cool, man. But Brandon Flowers loves loves tacos. Oh. You know, you'll catch him in Mexico eating tacos at a little taco stand. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty damn cool. Fuck so, yeah. Yeah, tacos are a way of life, and salsa is just the. The, you, I would say the icing on the cake, you know? It really, like you were talking about before, it really can make or break yeah, yeah. a spot. Like, it could make 
You know, like, oh, this place is fun. Like, people are like, oh, this is so good. You want to talk? It's like, yeah, I guess it's all right. It's like, no, 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 you didn't have the sauce. You didn't have the sauce. And it's like, oh, oh okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah this right. is really good. You know? Yeah, I've heard that quite, quite a few times, too. It's like, did you get the salsa? Did you get the red? Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I'll tell you a funny, quick little story. My wife was pregnant. She calls me one day and says, hey, go get me uh, King Taco. I said, all right, I'll go, I'll go get the King Taco. I'm tired. I'm running behind. So um, I get her King Taco. I get her a couple of tacos, uh, maybe a soap or something. I get home, and then she opens the bags and says, where's the salsa at? <laughs> I said, oh, man, I forgot. I'm tired. You know, I've been working all day. Jimmy, get back in your freaking car and go get me salsa. I go, you're kidding, right? She's like, no. Get in your car and go jump in my car. And I'm like kicking rocks. I'm like, man, you son of a bitch. But I'm, I'm getting pissed, right? I drive back to King Taco. Got to wait in line. I buy something else, and I ask him for extra salsa. And I come home. She's happy. I'm happy. I just got home, and it was gone. She already <laughs> ate it. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah! Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, man. Salsa can make or something. You no, know, they can make and break you. And salsa's, it, it's it's an art. Like I said earlier, it's really an art. It, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of uh, 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 patience to make it to sure. make it right. You know. So yeah, I mean, tacos are a way of life. You know. And there's a place in Orange County off Beach Boulevard, and right if you're going uh, south, right when you pass the 22, it's on the right hand side. It's called Bob's Burger. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? And they make a breakfast burrito, and it's the salsa that they use. That makes it. That makes it, bro. Because the breakfast burrito, they're all the same. Potatoes, eggs, whatever. You know, Bacon, that's the same, stuff, same. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's not because Turn on that mic. For, whoa, whoa, yeah, see, so he's coming in here. Whoa, 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 No clue. I am listening from remote satellites, sir. I am, trust me, I am they, knee but, deep. But, but I will say that not everyone, yes, there's a good majority of people that do like salsa. For people like me... That don't like salsa because really? to me salsa oh, is like coming here shitting on. Uh, yeah, he's coming here shitting on the entire thing. No, 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 no. Right I'm now. just saying, like, <laughs> I love not things covered up so that I can actually taste the ingredients before dousing it with some other flavor. Because that's supposed to this is you know whatever that main course is before you douse it with something else. These don't like condiments. I do like condiments. Just not salsa. Yeah, it's too hot. <laughs> but anyway, this, these guys make a very unique salsa. Like, super unique, man. I don't like it my breakfast burrito. You don't salsa? like it in your breakfast? No? Nah, nah oh, this man. one. Unless it's treeso and egg. If no. I get a treeso and egg burrito, oh, no, then I want salsa. Bro, shit, I want a <laughs> burrito. That's all no. we talk about it, yeah. y'all. Goddamn time is food. Wrestling and food. But, yeah. but, uh, but, uh, but the thing about their spot is just, it's so unique, man. I've never had a salsa like this. And, yeah, I'll even take some extra and I'll put it in my... My fridge, you know, and then I'll douse up. So oh, my God. Can I, can I give you guys a little secret? If, you, if you guys get salsa from any any establishment, put it in the freezer, leave it overnight, and then thaw it out the next day. It just makes it much, much more tastier. Much what? better. Oh, yeah. I'll, t- I'll take oh, that yeah. advice. On, yeah. I used to, I used to, I, we have a green basil jalapeno salsa. We have a salsa roja. We got a, we got about 12 flavors. Uh, two of them were actually bottled and, and uh, FDA approved and everything. We had them done in uh, Newport Beach. And, um. We would do another green basil and salsa roja, and we would put them in the freezer. The next day, we thaw them out, and it was just amazing flavors. I don't know. I, they just they fermentate. Or, you know, they just get something's going on. Something goes there. on in the freezer we don't sure. know about. And once you take it out, and I'm not a it, scientist. I don't know what it yeah. is. Yeah. But that was There's nice. some salsa secrets going on today. <laughs> the molecular structure changes. <laughs> it really does. It really does. It was something that just it just overnight it just made it something more tastier, something more um, just. Really good flavoring. So then, here's the here's the million dollar question: Red or green? That is a good question. Uh, you know, me personally, I'm a green guy. 
I, yeah. I love green salsa. I just, I love the heat, but green to me just makes everything much tastier. Now my wife, she's a red salsa. She's, it's all about red, but I'll do both. I'll do both. I'll dab into the red, I'll dab into the green. Something about the green is just more flavorful. For me, I used to be green, but I'll do green on pork, but everything okay. else I'll yeah. do red. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Whenever I ask for green sauce anywhere, they, I, they, I was getting like, oh. They were like, all right. Like, like they, were not, yeah, they were not expecting me to like green red. It's like green. It's like, oh. Yeah, red's okay, good. Green, red's good. It just, I don't know. Something about the red is just the acidity and the uh, tomatoes and, and then the green. And we got the uh, the tomatillos. Yeah. So the tomatillos are not, not that acidity. So you get, I don't get that heartburn or anything like that. So, and then they use different stuff on it. So, so yeah, I, um, I, I've done salsas for, for many years and I've took it on the road. I uh, took my tacos to to Miami for two years, and uh, oh, they went bananas for it out there, man. We got Rizzo, uh, eleven eighty one. What's up, bro? And he's a green salsa all with the way. Salsa with everything. <laughs> That's green. right, salsa with everything. That's right, salsa with everything. I I I put salsa in my hamburgers, you know, and it just makes it much more tastier. <laughs> I, it, what he was just saying right now, he doesn't do salsa. I'm like, no, come on, man. It yeah, just come on, Mario. It just makes it different. You know what? Um, I I'm a soft top chef. I've worked. Um, Worked at the University of Miami. I worked for a couple kitchens here, and I opened up a restaurant. We had a food truck, and um, what I do is I cook with my salsa. So I don't. There's a lot of times where people put the salsa on top of their food. I'll put the salsa on the grill on my flat top and mix it in with the food, and then serve it up. So now you got all the flavors infused into the food. Mm -hmm. So every bite you take, you get that salsa. Sure. And, and for some reason, the the flat top just kind of smokes it out a little bit. Sex for flavors. Try it next time. Next time you make a breakfast burrito. Throw everything all at once and just and throw the salsa. Trust me, you'll there's take a, me later. There's a place in Seal <laughs> Beach that they're right there. I, I I don't know, it's Main Street or something. It's right where it heads towards the pier on Seal Beach, and that's how they make their breakfast burritos. You go in there any time of the day, everybody's eating breakfast burritos. <laughs> in there. Everybody. I just want to go have a breakfast burrito the other day over at Pepe's in Alhambra, and uh, the green salsa on top of it, man, it's freaking delicious. I like the red burrito. Really? I like the red yeah. chile chile rojo. Ch oh, really? Okay. With rice only, no beans on that one. Oh, man, I do everything. Rice, beans, uh, cilantro, onion, everything. Just give it to me. Yeah, and Peppers, they have some huge, like, huge breakfast burritos, bro. Those burritos are huge. Yeah. And they're so good, man. Yeah. They're, it, they're, you know, we were sitting there eating it, and there was a line, and it was a line around the corner, and I couldn't see the end of the line. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, and they're they're buying burritos and, and just... Breakfast burrito at, at 10 o'clock at night. It's pretty pretty badass. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, dude. There's a huge line out there. there yeah. be, when I lived in Wilmington, there's a place over there that's open 24 hours a day. I'll get a breakfast burrito, you know, anytime. <laughs> Heck yeah. Even even right up the street here at fucking Tams. Sure. I'll get a breakfast burrito. If they, if they have it and they're doing it all night, I'm down. Yeah, yeah. You know who does a, a breakfast burrito, too, that is surprising? Um, Tommy's. I've never had it, really. Yeah, they do a breakfast sandwich and a breakfast burrito. You're of course, with the, with chili, chili? with the chili. With the chili. Yeah, I haven't eaten there forever. That place makes my fucking stomach. I get heartburn. That was the first. That was where I discovered what heartburn was. <laughs> and indigestion was in fucking Tommy's. I was like, oh, I think I'm dying. They're like, you're not dying. No, so. man. Yeah, that 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 sauce is. I mean, no, not the sauce. The chili is really good, but it's it's, it's a little it's a little heavy on the on the yeah. on the side. But it's it. You know what? Luckily. At my age, I don't get heartburn anymore. Really? Yeah, I, I just started. I, I was getting heartburn in my early 30s. I couldn't even drink coffee. And then it got to a point where I couldn't, I was scared to eat anything. I'm 51 now, and I can eat anything. I get a little ingested, you know, a little, it goes away in a couple minutes, and I'm good. And I'm, I sleep at night. 
I don't know how that happened, but lucky me. Hell yeah, lucky you gotta, you. You gotta hit that Tommy's though. <laughs> that Tommy's. We, we did. Yeah, we, put it to the test. We went. We went hiking a while back, and we stopped at Tommy's. And I don't do the hot dogs, but I got a hot dog, mm-hmm. and I thought that was freaking tasty. It was really, really good. Yeah. The sauce and everything, and it was really good. I, I do Tommy's once in a while, but I didn't know they have a breakfast burrito. So I'm definitely gonna try that. Yeah, yeah, I gotta try it. Definitely out. with that chili sauce. That looks the good. The chili uh, sausage, potato, and the egg, Damn. and then cheese. Hell yeah. Yeah, I was like, what? That sounds good. But I tried it. It was pretty bomb. So what got you, because <laughs> what got you into doing the videos? You know what? It, it um, started during the, the, the opening season for the pandemic, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, nobody was going out. And me and my wife, we just loved going out and eating, eating and, you know, just getting out there. And we were driving around East L.A., and we noticed a lot of the food trucks, a lot of vendors, nobody was out there supporting them. Or nobody was out there buying their food. And I like going to the vendors. You know, people, I'm going to say something real quick. A lot of people say, oh, man, these, you know, the vendors, you know, they're not wearing gloves. They get people sick. My whole life, I've eaten out on the streets at vendors. I've never once gotten sick. Now, I've eaten at restaurants, and I've gotten sick. You know what I mean? So I, I have to agree with you. Yeah. Same, me. Same yeah. with me. Right? So yeah. the only place, I don't mean to interrupt your story. No, no, The no, only no. places that I've traveled out of the country I've been to Peru, nice. and I've been to Thailand. Okay. And both those places are, like, a lot of them is outside eating, yeah. night market style. Like, And if you think <laughs> our food is poorly handled here. Oh, I know. know I've, I, I mean? I've seen videos. Like, let's go. I'll take you to a third world country where it's... <laughs> Like it's it. I couldn't like my little American heart was so shocked like seeing all this sh- and I ate it all of them and nothing ever fucking like nothing happened. Yeah, right. Nothing happened. So I, I I'm not for anybody who's gotten sick out there. Like I'm not shit talking you, but I know that we go above and beyond. Even the people you think are like ill are above and beyond what's necessary <laughs> yeah. to make you not get sick. You know? Right. Like, right. No. You. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen those videos. So I've seen a lot of videos of people uh, on the street, you know, in Thailand or other places in the world. And, and you think, you know, I wouldn't eat there, but some of these places have got some of the best foods. Delicious. Oh, yeah. Right. It was right. delicious. Um, yeah, no, I just getting back to what I was doing. It just, a lot of these people weren't, you know, weren't supporting these vendors or the food trucks. And, you know, I'm the youngest of six. So when we were growing up, my dad, and my mom and you know didn't have a lot of money, so they we would McDonald's was a it was something special. A treat. A treat. You know, take the whole family to go get McDonald's. It was a treat. It wasn't something like, oh, let's just go to McDonald's. It yeah. would it would be like once in a while to go to McDonald's. So we would stop at the food truck and get tacos over at uh, over in East Los Angeles, Boyle Heights actually. There was an old market called Johnson's Market. And the off of Soto and Cesar Chavez, which is well, I'm sorry, Br- Brooklyn Avenue. Back in the early, late 70s, I would go there to a food truck. They had the best tacos. So our family would feed us tacos because that was the cheapest thing they can get yeah. back then. So I've, I've grown up eating food truck, uh, food truck, you know, food stands and whatnot. Not once I've gotten sick. So me and my wife noticed that nobody was going out there and, you know, everything was closed. So, you know, I just said, hey, well, let's go support these guys and do a video. And we didn't realize how, you know, good they were going to be. Not, I'm not saying good, but. The response that we got was amazing. Yeah. After seeing a video, you know, my first 500 views, I was like, no, man, 500 <laughs> views? Oh, my God. Fuck yeah, I'd be fired up with 500 yeah, views, too. Uh, I was on top of the clouds. I was like, yeah, I got like a, a, a 50 likes. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and, and, and then just one thing that led to another. Um, we did this food truck in East L.A., and um, they needed our help, and we went out, and we got them, a lot of people. We went back one day, and he tells me he's got people from Frisco, from Orange County, from all over coming down because of you. And I said, because of me? I'm like, no, no, come on now. He says, no, really. And that really made me feel good. It just kind of 
you know, made me feel like, hey, I think I got something here. So I wanted to go out there, do more videos and just support the local community. And we did it and we're still doing it now. And it's just, it's a blessing. It really is. And then to get recognized from it, you know, and people really come up to us and, you know, we're doing a, a lot of these uh, different in venues and, and people come up and be like, hey, man, I follow you on Instagram and I love what you do, man. You make, every time you eat something, you, you make me want to eat. Yeah. And I'm like, cool. Oh, we go to the places that you recommend and oh, they're delicious. And I'm like, and half these people, I don't know them. I just fist pump them. Hey, man, thank you. Then I walk away and my wife's like, who's that? I said, I don't know. Fuck am I now? Yeah, but it's a great feeling to know that you're making a difference and helping these people, um, you know, to get people to come to their place, you know, and it just makes me sleep. We sleep good at night. Fuck, yeah. You know what I mean? Which is what's the well, most... getting full. That's the most... Yeah, important, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the most true. important thing. Can you, are, how are you falling asleep at night? Mm. Yeah. We fall asleep good and full, you know, like uh, Steve said. And it's a good feeling, you know. A lot of people don't realize that these vendors out there, this is what they do for a living. And, 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 and a lot of people don't know this. But I met this... Well, I met this one vendor that got shot. Yeah, he got shot in the foot. So we went out to go do a little video for them. While he was vending? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they got robbed and he got shot in the foot. And he was back the next day at work, and I was, and he was in a in a in a cast, is on a walker. So we went back and we went, we did a little interview, and off camera he tells me that he's got to work because he's he's fuck he's, yeah he's got to work he's got to work because he's sending his his daughter through college, and you know a lot of people they don't pay taxes they don't pay, no they do pay taxes when you go to the store they're paying the taxes for the food they're buying sure. they're, they're paying gas they're paying taxes on gas, um, you know anything they buy. A lot of them don't have their, um, um, what is it, the, uh, their card, the, uh, I'm, I'm the wholesale like, card. They don't yeah, the wholesale look, card, exactly. Yeah. So they're paying taxes. And they're so, paying full price. Yeah, and they're, they're paying, paying retail. Absolutely, yeah, the retail, right? There you yeah. Go. yeah, so people say that they don't pay their taxes. People, they're paying their taxes. And there's some damn shit like getting shot in the foot. Right. Fuck. Fuck you, I, mean, I got robbed and shot in the foot. <laughs> yeah. Which is always, which is always a, a super real possibility. No, no, you know, yeah, like yeah, out there, out sure. there bending and stuff out there in these streets, like that is because who's uh, who's who's getting tacos at two in the morning, right? Who's got ca and where's their guaranteed cash at? Yeah, where's their cash? Where's where's their cash yeah. at? You know, like I know where there's cash right here yeah. at this fucking taco truck, right here at this food, right here at the fruit stand, right here. Like there's cash here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. A lot of these vendors, I mean, they're they're out there like you said at two in the morning, and and they get robbed and beaten. They don't they don't they don't Can't report do shit it. about it. Yeah, they yeah. don't report it. You'll go back and you'll see them with the black eye and you're thinking, oh, something happened here. And then you'll ask them, they're like, oh, I got robbed last night. But they're back at work the next day because they have to. And uh, whoever they have to kick up to, too, is not wanting to hear you got robbed either. You yeah. Know I mean, wherever that money's supposed to go, that person is not like, oh, you got robbed? Cool. Let's just, we'll just forget about it. Like, nah, yeah, nah, nah. Hustle up that tomorrow. Movie, that movie still got, that money still got paid to somebody somehow. Exactly. It's sad. It's sad. And that's, a, that's a, the, the sad thing that's going on. A lot of these people are getting robbed. They're getting beat. They're getting their stuff thrown all over the floor and... You know, like I said, when I go back from doing food, what I've done in the past, I know what it's what it's like to cut onions, cilantro, make salsa, and to see this being thrown how on the long, floor. E how exactly oh, how long all of that takes? You know what? From going to the store, going to Costco, going to um, Restaurant Depot, going to these places, buying the stuff, going back home, cleaning it, washing it, dicing it. It's hours. It's time. It's it's not it's not overnight. I mean, it's it's. I would prep for an event at least a week before. And this is this is drive time. This is getting out of your car, going to the store, buying all the stuff, going home, you know, putting I, I had freezers, I had this, I had a lot of stuff. And prepping the work. It's it's a lot of it's a lot of heartache, you know, not heartache, it's a lot of back pain. I mean, you're you're up there chopping, dicing, yeah. you know, three in the morning, like I said, you're up at three in the morning and you're like, Man, I gotta go to bed. But you gotta wake up early. 
to finish it up. <laughs> and then sometimes, I, yeah, sometimes I'd be like, why am I doing this? But I love cooking. You know, like I told you guys, uh, I, I've, I've uh, took it on the road and we won awards. I mean, we won awards for our cooking and um, um, it's the best feeling in the world to win Jackson, Mississippi in 2015. Uh, Jackson, Mississippi State Fair's Vendor's Choice Award. How did you wind up in Mississippi? I <laughs> You know, we, we, we end up moving to uh, Miami. Uh, All right. How did you wind up in Mississippi? <laughs> well, well, you know what it was? Uh, we, 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 we got a food truck or a trailer, 22-foot trailer, and we decked it out. And um, my brother-in-law was going on the state fairs and stuff and finding out what state fairs had the most people. Jackson, Mississippi brings in a couple mil- uh, about a million and a half people um, through a three-week period. And so he said, why don't we go to Jackson? I said, how far is that from here? He's about 12 hours. Something like that. No, no, more than 12 hours. It was a long drive. And I said, let's do it. So we set up. We Your start- shift was 12 hours. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. We started off, actually, we started off in uh, Miami at the, it was called Santa's Enchanted Forest, a two-and-a-half-month fair. And we were there. And then we went to the Miami Youth Fair. And then we went to Orlando. And from Orlando, we went to Jackson, Mississippi. But that was a good drive, and Jackson, Mississippi was awesome. I got to admit, these people there were super Southern comfort, because not Southern comfort, but they were just so warming. They would bring us food. So we ended up in Jackson, Mississippi. This is Now, let me tell you something about Jackson, Mississippi. They take their fairs super, sure. super. This is like their biggest event. I got 13 hours going from Miami to Jackson. So Yeah, it, yeah. it was a drive. It was a yeah. drive, and I did all the driving because my brother-in-law Yee! wouldn't pull the truck. It was, you know, I'm an ex-truck driver, so I drove the truck. Uh, I would have you drive the truck, too. He just sat back and get listened in. to radio yeah. and played on his phone. We had another guy in the backseat just sleeping, and it's a long drive. But we got up there, and they, they set us up for uh, an award. Not an award, I'm sorry, for a competition. And we were up about a, 150 vendors. 150 vendors. We're talking a big, big uh, thing. And so I took a walk and I looked at some of these vendors. Um, you know, you had Harlem's Barbecue out of Texas. You had these uh, fish fry. You had all these like or different styles of food. And some of these stands were super nice. I'm talking like they were just beautiful, right? And I said, all right, well, we don't have a chance here. You know, it's cool. We're going to do what we got to do. We were just down the street from the state capitol. And right when we opened up, we were the new kids on the block. First Mexican food at the state fair's history was Hell us, yeah. and this Almost. is funny because I was the only Mexican on the truck. My brother-in-law is Puerto Rican, and his, friend, and his buddy, <laughs> our buddy, was Cuban. They're like all these Mexicans. Yeah. Like, no, mm. no, no, no. Only one. Mexican. Yeah, we had we had people coming up to us and saying, "Are you guys? Where are you guys from?" And my brother-in-law would, be, "Oh, we're we're from Miami." And I would look at uh, the people, and I'm like, "They're from Miami. I'm from, yeah. I'm, I'm from East LA." <laughs> and then um, people would come up and. Oh, you're from East LA? Yeah, I'm from East LA. Oh shit. Okay, well, cool, you know? And so um yeah, when oh, yeah, they, these people are like, oh, look at these dudes from Miami making tacos. Like yeah, whatever. And we're all like, it's like, no, 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 East LA. It's like, oh shit, East LA. All right, let me get let me get authentic. some of these tacos then. Yeah. We we had this young we had this young kid come up with the skateboard long hair. He was with a couple buddies. <clears throat> and he comes up and he says, Mexican tacos, we had the Mexican flag. We had, you know, everything. And this kid comes up and he goes, Mexican tacos, where y'all from? And I said, I'm from East LA. And he looked at his eyes opened up, right? He looked at me, he goes, I'm from, I'm from Asareno. I said, where are you from? He says, I'm from Asareno with an accent. Uh-huh. I said, do you say Asareno? He says, yeah, Asareno. I said, what the hell are you doing out here, man? He goes, oh, man, after uh, elementary, uh, my, my dad, um, he got a job in Jackson, Mississippi. So we moved out here. So he ordered a bunch of food. 
And I was like, man, good, all right, brother, I'm from City Terrace, just right up the street. So we start talking, and the next day he brought his sister down. And then um, he brings his sister, and he's like, hey, homie, tell her where you're from. Tell her where you're from. I said, I'm from East L.A. She threw her hands in the air and said, yes, yes. So they end up getting a bunch of food, and I thought that was pretty cool, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, a little bit of home, you know what and I'm saying? Three, and like... The fact that how old was this? How old was this guy? This guy must have been about seventeen. So he moved in elementary school, but still is like I'm from fucking LA. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. want to hear none of this Mississippi shit. Like yeah. I'm from fucking LA. Yeah, and I missed the and food. And still out there like checking fools. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was you checking know? me. Like, he was looking at me like, like where, where, are, where are all these fools from? Talking about tacos. It's like East LA. All right, that's yeah. Cool. He was like, in as soon as I he, said East LA. He, he was says, ready to fight whoever. Oh, we're from fucking. <laughs> Down the street, Mississippi, you better get this fucking yeah. shit out of here. Who'd you steal the recipe from? <laughs> we actually had one guy out there called Tito's Tacos, or that, he went under Tito's Tacos. It was, a, it was a chain restaurant. We had the owner coming to our food truck every day and eating, and I didn't know who he was, but one of the guys pointed him out. He goes, you know who that guy is? I said, I have no idea. He goes, that's the owner of Tito's Tacos. He's trying to, get your, that's trying to Tito get your right recipe. There. And I was like, I'm cool. He's for sure. That fool's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it tasted, you tasted. <laughs> my my friend's mother, God rest her soul, she told me one day, Jimmy, you can give your recipe to anybody, but don't ever make it like you do. Sure. And I thought it's it's true. That's true. Very true. You know, so Very people true. would always ask me, "Why do you make this?" And I'm like, "If I tell you I can't sleep at night." And that was just kind of the end of conversation, sure. but I would be scared because people wanted to replicate it and stuff. So, um, yeah, I took pride in it. So, we did it for years and uh yeah, we went back to Miami and um we joined the uh, Miami Youth Fair again, and um, we uh, and Miami's Youth Fair is more of a arepas, uh, Cuban sandwiches, and just all uh, you know the Caribbean food, sure. which is amazing, yeah. which is amazing. But to come out first place, best in taste, that's uh, in 2016. That was a tap on the shoulder. That was Fuck like, yeah. wow, okay. And then we got back in 2017, did the Taco Local Festival, Boyle Heights, and um, yeah, we got first place again, and. You! Melo Menace was the uh, the guy that gave us the, the, our award, and he's like, "Dude, your salsa está tremenda, bro." mentirosa. Yeah. Now, but so what? Why the transition then? Why not continue to just make food? You know, I it got to a point where we opened up a small restaurant in Covina, and it was just seven days a week. Sure. And and from the catering for the food truck, it took um, it took a lot of time, and I was missing a lot of my kids. You know, I've got three kids. Well, we have three kids. And um, well, they're not kids anymore. They're, they're adults now. But I was missing a lot of their, a lot of time with them. I was always either tired or I was too busy. I was gone for three weeks, almost a month. My youngest would call me up and, Dad, when are you coming home? And it just broke my heart, you know. And I'll be home in a couple of days, son, you know. And, okay, Dad, I miss you. And I'm like, I miss you too, man. I miss everyone. And it was great being on the road. We were living out of our suitcase, man. We were we were rock stars on wheels, you know? Yeah. You know, we show up to a place and like, we heard about you guys. And I'm like, yeah. And next thing you know, we had lines. And there was times where I couldn't sit down for 10 minutes because my back was killing me. I would look out the window and I'm like, damn it. God damn. Yeah, we had lines. <laughs> we had lines. And so um, we had people in Tampa, Florida, um, the fire department. We had a couple of the fire department uh, guys come up and say, what do we need to do to keep you here? I said, what do you mean? He goes, we'll invest. We'll open up some restaurants. We'll invest in. I said, no, nah, man, I just moved to Miami, and you know, I'm going to be out there for a bit, but we need you here. We'll, we'll, we'll put some money down. And they were serious, and I was like, you know what? It sounds great and everything, but I'm not going to. Yeah, I, I, I can't, guys. And so we had people asking us to stay in Orlando and stuff like that, and just got to a point where 
I was overwhelmed with work. At the end of the day, I felt like I had to do everything. And um, I was just burnt out. Restaurant work is fucking rough. It is. Man. That mm-hmm. shit. And ownership, too. Like oh, that yeah. Shit's... A lot of people don't know what goes behind it. They think, you, you know, the food they're just cooking on the grill. There's a lot of, you know, work that goes behind it. But what, what I did was after we stopped, you know, the restaurant and everything, I was uh, maybe about a couple months in, took a job with Costco as a driver, and uh, I got bored. COVID hit. We were sitting back one day, and, like, everything was just, nobody was out. Yeah. And I decided, I said, well, I've got cooking experience. I've got awards. I've, I've, I've always, I was also featured on the cooking channels, uh, Carnival Eats with Noah Cap, and they loved it. We did that show in one take. Producer, I mean, not the producer, the director came back and said, bro, you're good. I was like, no, I'm just being me. You know, he goes, no, you're natural. How would you like to work with us again? I said, I'd love to, man. But they wanted me to go back over there to Florida. And I was, I'm like, I can't go out there. I'm back in L.A. But, um, you know, we did that. And um, I took my, I want to say, my, my, my experience of food and all that stuff to, you know, to showcase what I know about food. Uh, 2016, I cooked for the presidential debate in Miami. Yeah, oh, at the University of Miami, they, I, I was chosen out of, I don't know how many people they picked me and they asked me if I wanted to do it. And I said, I'm there. And there was only a few of us in there in the kitchen and we were, we cooked for the president. I had to go through, I had to bring in my knives. I had to bring all my stuff and Secret Service opened all my shit up. And I'm like, dude, I'm a chef. I'm like, there's knives in there. I'll tell yeah, you right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 <laughs> there's there's weapons inside there. There is, there's sharp knives. In they there. had, yeah, they opened my bags and I'm like, I'm like, dude, there's knives in there. They opened them up. They went through them. And I'm like, I got to get into the kitchen because I'm going to cook for you guys right now. And so, yeah, that was pretty cool. And uh, so I took my experiences from from the food industry to videotaping because I know what I'm talking about when it comes to food. Yeah. I know how to, you know, I don't need, uh, I don't need a, uh, a recipe. You tell me what you want, I cook it up. It just comes to me. It comes to me. And I'm pretty damn good at it. You know, I, I don't want to be cocky, but sure. I, I, I built that reputation and people really dug me. I've done a... There's a gentleman, um, he's, a, he's a real estate guy. He's pretty big, and his uncle was really big. I'll just put it this way. His uncle was Oscar de la Renta. Mm-hmm. And so I've done a bunch of events for him, and uh, big events, and with some big names and stuff. And um, he would always tell me, dude, how do you do it, Jimmy? This guy's lived pretty much everywhere in the world. He's had the best of the best. And he tells me, um, dude, you're amazing. Your sauces, your food, everything. I was like, how do you do it? I said, I don't know, man. I just, I just do I did a party one time for Richard Montoya, actor Richard Montoya. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember cooking the food, and I, you know, Emilio Rivera came up, Jacob Vargas, they all came up, and I was like, oh, cool, man. These guys are cool. They're eating and stuff. But this one guy grabbed some food, and I, he, he, he grabbed some food, he grabbed some sauce, and he walked away. He comes back up, and he's got this big smile. And he's standing next to my taco cart. I got these cool little carts. And he's looking at me with this big smile, and I'm like, what's up, brother? You good? He goes, I'm good. He gives me a fist pump. And I'm like, what's up, man? Are you good? He goes, bro, your strawberry habanero sauce is amazing. I said, you like that? He goes, I go, he, he's like, yeah, man, it's great. It's different. I've never had it. I go, I'm glad you liked it. He goes, do you mind if I take some home? I said, absolutely, brother. Well, under one condition. He goes, what's that? I go, you and I take a picture. And he kind of looks at me. He goes, you know who I am? I said, yeah, I know who you are. Uh, have you guys ever seen the Do the Right Thing? Yeah. Okay, the, the guy, the, the, the stutters. I forget his name. Oh, no, I'm sorry. His name's, uh, uh, oh, my gosh, it's a... Uh, Roger Guerrero, Roger Smith, he comes out on Den- he's on a movie with Denzel Washington, American Gangster, where he's the one selling them the drugs. Sure. Back in Asia, um, that's that's the guy. Fuck his name. Oh my is. gosh. Here, keep talking. something Guerrero Smith. Well, oh, yeah. So so, 
all the success leads you to start filming. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I did. I just, so you just switched it. You know, I flipped it. I was, I was bored at home, like I said, during COVID, and we wanted to get out. So I, I started with my cell phone. I went out there and I did a couple videos. And then, uh, you know, some, you know, we got a few, few messages. Hey, you know, can you come down and film us? And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. And it just kind of re evolved after that. And now we're, we're super busy. But it's, it's a blessing because we're helping businesses, you know, get blessed, you know, by bringing yeah. people in and stuff. So, yeah, it was a, it was a whole uh, 180, I want to say, you know. We just went from food, food, food to reviewing food. And there's one thing I want people to know that I don't give anybody point scores or anything like that. I don't think that's fair. If the food's good, it's good. Yeah. You know, it's good. And I'm going to tell you it's good. There's a lot of videos that I've done and I haven't posted them because I'm not going to mislead you and say this food was amazing. Sure. And it was it was trash. And I've had a few people tell me, hey, man, what happened to my video? What happened to my video? And I'm kind of like, <laughs> I'm kinda like, I'm kinda like, you know what? You're not going to believe this, but I didn't have the mic on or... You know, it was kind of dark. Sure. Or it came out a little gringy. I didn't want to post it because I didn't want to. Hey, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> Your food is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I want to tell these people, but you know what I do? I talk to a lot of these vendors and I say, listen, it, the food's amazing, but you know what? You can do this. You can tweak it. You can do this. And I give a lot of people advice and they live, they, they've listened to me, you know, so. You don't, like, I know any kind of spot where you're like a critic or whatever, the last thing, I'm sure the last thing you want to do is take money out of these people's pockets. You yeah, know, like yeah. whoever's going there and they're happy going there, continue to go there. Right. That's cool. Right. Yeah. Like you don't want to get in, you don't want to make a video, put out shitting on this place, but you're also not going to lie and talk about how great it is. You so know, it, like, yeah, no, we started off with a couple of videos um, that they were, we were called to. And, um, you know, as soon as I got there and I said, I know I'm not going to like this. Not that I'm going to like it, <laughs> but it's very just, it was just not right. This ain't it. Yeah, this ain't it. You know, so um, we shot a couple of videos, and then I just never posted them. And, you know, I didn't take anything from them. Or I didn't say anything. I just said, hey, listen, I'll get back to you. And so they messaged me, hey, man, you, you know, when are you going to post up that video? And I just like, you know what? I'm sorry, man. I, I just can't. You know, because I want to let the audience know, whoever's watching us, whoever's following, I want to let them know this place is good. If, I th if I'm telling you it's good, it's good. And, you know, so I want people to know that we're not, you know, there's people out there, I'm not going to say names or anything, but there's people out there that, that just go anywhere, and they, come check them out, they're great. Sure. You know, and then you go there and you try and you're like, it's trash. Yeah. Like, why would you tell me this yeah. is good, right. man? Yeah, so I don't, I don't take their word anymore. I don't trust them because they're just doing it for... Payday. Yeah, And payday. for like, for clicks and likes also, and it's yeah. like you put out something that, especially when you're looking at like internet stuff, like Instagram or whatever, that isn't just for L.A., this is for the world. Right. Yeah. Like this is going around uh, around the world. So maybe one percent, like if you get like a big audience, like a worldwide audience, less than one percent is anybody that could actually go and eat these tacos. The rest of the people is just shit you see on the internet. So right. you make a cool video, do it, you know, whatever, with some sweet cuts and like a, some nice music in the background. Yep. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't really give a fuck about these tacos. I just want to make this video. That's it. As opposed to like actually like, no, I'm trying to pump up these businesses. I'm trying to let you know where the spots are in L.A., which is a completely different business model than content creation like i just got to get out as many videos as i can yeah fucking, so yeah, yeah, yeah it's a completely different fucking thing there's a lot of them out there that just, just do that right and they're doing it for all the wrong reasons you know they're, i mean whatever reasons they're doing it for and a lot of these people don't have the experience in the kitchen like you know you know and that's what 
I, I kind of laugh. I, I, I met a lot of these, you know, you know, influencers out there, and a lot of them are cool. You know, they're really cool, but there's ones, there's some that just, there's a few that don't have it, um, any experience, and they think they know what they're talking about. And I listen to them, and I just kind of, you know, I just kind of like, all right, whatever, you know. But, you know, it, like I said earlier, the sun comes out for everybody, you know, and everybody's, you know, allowed to do what they want to do. But um, I really, I really, you know, I just want people to know that I really, I really care about these vendors. I really care what they do. And I give them advice. I tell them what, you know, hey, check this out. Do this, do that. Wear gloves. You know, because people don't want to see, you know, there, there's been a few times. <laughs> like, what people, do you mean gloves? Like, yeah. Come on, just trust me. Man. Yeah, put on, some, put on some, you know, some latex <laughs> gloves and just use them because a lot of people will say, he's not wearing gloves. That's unsanitary. Blah, 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 blah. That's a dirty rag. If you... If, if 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 you've wor ever worked in a kitchen, you've been in the kitchen. You let me know. tell you something. A kitchen is dirty. Hell oh, yeah. yeah, it's dirty. It's very dirty. And, and people go, oh, I'll go to uh, these big name restaurants. You don't know what goes on in the kitchen. Let me tell you something. They're filthy. Cocaine goes on in those kitchens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I went to a restaurant up in Big Bear, some Mexican restaurant, uh, with some friends. And they're like, oh, you're gonna like it. And I was there, and the lady came out. Oh, this. And she's like. <laughs> Oh, how did, did you like it? She comes to the only Mexican at the table. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you like the chile verde? And I was like, no. <laughs> you actually told her that? I know, yeah. I was wow. like, no. I go, it was not good. This this also came out of a can. Yeah. It oh. was horrible. And she looked at me like she never heard that in her entire <laughs> life. Like, who tells you the truth? And you know what? For As a fault of mine, maybe it's a fault of mine, I like to be as honest as I can, man. If bands come in here and they're like, oh, we're going to make it. I'm like, nah, bro, you're not. Yeah. You're yeah. not. Um, that restaurant, like I said, I went there and everybody was enjoying their food and she came up to me and I was like, nah, this sucked. You know what? That's, this is funny that you say that. There's a lot of restaurants that do can. And I, I taste it. You can I, taste it. I can tell you right there. Yeah. And then I'm like, this is can. This, this is trash. Man. You're not even trying. You know, it roast a couple jalapenos, roast a couple, you know, tomatoes and and, and add even a little, if you use a can, church it up. Sure. Add a little something to it. Yeah. You know Do what I'm saying? You, you can. Costco sells the cans, and guess what? I would see I worked at Costco as a delivery driver. So I would see these restaurants buying cans. And I'm like, sure. are you kidding me? Like, no, dude, don't do that. It saves them time, it saves them money. Blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, it's terrible. This is, like, the problem with salsa, the problem with barbecue, like in Texas and all that stuff, is the scalability. Yeah. Like, yeah. when you start scaling up, you lose it. Like, you, it, it, you lose it, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's so rough. That time you were taken to chop the onions that one hour, now six hours sure. of just chopping onions. Yeah, it's like, I can't chop onions. Hell no. I'm and it's like, oh, Costco's got a giant b bag. For, it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, well, let me get that fucking yeah, bag. Yeah, that's what I they end up doing. You end up going to Costco and buying chopped onions. You buy cilantro already uh, cleaned and everything. It, you know, it's just like, to me, I like to cook. I like to go to farmer's markets and buy, you know, onions, tomatoes, um, you know, potatoes or whatever grown locally, going home and washing them. That's that's the the art of it. Washing it, skinning, sure. them, you know, cutting, dicing. I like the the sound of the cutting board. I love that sound. You know, to me, that's you know, I would I would sit back and that was my time. When I would make salts on the road, I would put on my it's earphones. It's meditating. It like, is. Like you're meditating. I would that's, kick I would kick know. the guys out of the truck and be like, "Yo, take off. Come back in a couple hours. We're not gonna we're not gonna record you. I, it's not that, dude. I just I, I'm in, in the zone. Time. And I would sit back and chop dice. And then do the salsas, and then afterwards I, I taste them, and I'm like, damn, these are good. Uh, you might not answer this question, but what's your favorite canned salsa? 
<laughs> is there one? Is there one that you'd be like, you know what? You, you know what? Let me grab this Pace Pacani really you, quick. You, you, you nailed it. I love Pace Pacani. <laughs> I really do. That's I, the one I get. Really? Yeah. It's, that is so good. You know, it's funny you said that Pace Pacani, that, that's so good. You know, something about that, I, but I don't put that on everything. I put that on just maybe like uh, quesadilla. Uh, you know, I usually do it for chips. Like if, chips. Like yeah. if it's yeah. like chips, everyone's coming over. We're gonna watch the game. Uh, let me go real quick. Let me grab something. Pace Pacani. Yeah, that or Victoria's. Victoria's is very Victoria's good. good yeah. too. Victoria's is real good. Uh, those are the ones that I get. Um, but I do stop at the local supermarkets, like at Super. Yeah, they, know, make like, yeah. they make their own, yeah. and they're very tasty. They're very yeah. good. So you know, it, it's 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 it takes a little time, but the so, homemade salsa is the best by yeah. by far the best. So. There's a place uh, by my house that does this guacamole salsa. It is and it's chunky. It is so bomb and it's hardly ever there. But I'm gonna freeze it next time. Yeah, freeze it. Learn something new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, freeze it. Trust me. I would make these big uh, things of salsa and I would freeze them. What happened was I'll give you a backstory to that. So one day I had, had um, I'd given my mom salsa, and uh, I came over to the house and we had some lunch and stuff. And then I said, "Where's the salsa, man?" I looked in the refrigerator. She goes, "Oh, it's in the freezer." I'm like, what are you doing? Why'd you put it in the freezer? Oh, it, it stays better. You know, it it, it lasts, it lasts longer. longer. Yeah. Like, I don't know so, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not supposed to last. I'm supposed to eat it up. Oh, mom, I get out of here. Exactly. So she was in a bag. And so, yeah, it's funny. I, I put it on, in some hot water so it can, you know, thaw out. And once it thawed out, I taste it. And I was like, what? Like, my mind, my, my taste buds just went, and I was like, okay, that's crazy. The flavor was different. So what I did was I would make these big old containers, put them in the freezer, and keep them overnight. So when I get up in the morning, I would take them out. So they found the secret. Yeah, yeah. It's not the ingredients. It's not nothing to do yeah. with that. It's the freezer. But we remember, found the no, secret. No, he was making already award-winning salsa. Now he just made like <laughs> super award-winning salsa. Yeah, yeah. It just took it to the next level. Somehow, some way, it just made it much more tastier. And um, you know, we've done a bunch of events. Um, I mean, too many to 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 remember. But we've done so many events. And the first thing that people would always come up and like, you make the salsa. I'm like, yeah. Like, dude, who taught you? And is this a grandma's recipe? This is your gra no, it was me and my wife. We just put our heads together. I just knew as a kid, I loved to cook. Yeah. And as I, when I was 17, my, my, my pops passed away and my mom did all the cooking in the house. I did my cooking here and there, but my mom cooked. So she went into the room for a couple of years, you know, of course not, you know, she went into the room, locked her door. And so I had to cook. And I, I said one day, when I was, yeah, about 17, I said one day, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be a chef one day. Just, I remember saying this in the kitchen, and it just kind of hit me. And yeah. not to realize that um, I've done a, you know, a number of celebrities, and, um, you know, I've done a bunch of people, and, and everybody would come up, fist pump me. You know, we're on the radio in Miami, uh, La Chica Evie from 96 point something. You know, she's like, oh, my God, this guy's from L.A. His name's Jimmy. He's from East L.A., and he's got some the best salsa I've ever had. So we were wowing people left and right. And people to this day ask me, I just got a message the other day. Yesterday, as a matter of fact, the guy says, hey, man, you still doing salsas? And I'm like, nah. He's like, why not? I said, I'm doing this now. I'm doing, you know, not food reviews, but just supporting the locals. He's being yeah. an influencer. But I would love to get back in the kitchen. I mean, I would like to try it one day just to give it a shot. Well, you're more than welcome to set up yeah. here and make some salsas yeah, yeah. and stuff, man. Yeah, I would love to. I'll, I'll make some. I would love to do that just to kind of give you guys so you guys can try it. And one of my oldest friends is a chef, and that's what he, he used to always say, that recipes are for housewives. When he would ask, like, oh, what is what is recipe? You know, recipe man, recipes are for housewives. Like, yeah. I get in there and I cook. I just make it happen. I don't need the... I don't need to hear about what, what you're supposed to do or how much of this or how much of that. He's like, I know how to cook. Like, yeah, you know, I, I've never done anything with... Uh, with um, 
measuring measuring anything. Yeah. It just came from just just came from yeah. you know I'd grab something, throw it in there, blend it, mix it this that, and then I try and I'm like stir and taste. So exactly. how do you how do you cook? Stir and taste. Yeah, so that's how you. Do I it. I had my wife would try and stuff, and then and she'd look at me and was you know you know add a little more salt. What do you think? Add a little more of this. I'm like all right, cool. And we'd we'd finish it off, and then we'd we'd, we'd high five each other. That was our little seal the deal. Just high five, high five, boom. And it would always come out the same. But I would always just you know because I'd be trying these different sauces, so my taste buds were kind of a little shocked, you know. And so I would have her come in and just drink a little water, try it. I knew it was good, but I wanted her opinion. Yeah, you know? I wanted absolutely. her to kind of do it. But yeah, then we did that. Um, I, I'm gonna tell you a funny story real quick. There was a girl that, in Jackson, Mississippi. And she's a blonde girl. And have you ever seen those movies where the girls are running, their hair's kind of in the yeah, yeah. kind of in the back, and she's running towards the truck. She's got this big smile. And I'm at the I'm right there at the window, and we're serving. Right, <clears throat> she runs up and then she jumps right in front of me. She's like, "I'm back." And I said, "You're back." I don't remember her. No, of course. Yeah, I'm like, "You're back." She's okay. like, "Okay, I'm I I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get that." So I start you know writing down what she's gonna order and stuff. And then she's looking down the. Uh, the, the little table where we have all the salsa. She says, where's your green basil jalapeno? And I said, you know what? I don't have any more. We ran out yesterday. You're kidding, right? I said, no, no, but I have all these other ones. She's like, no, you're kidding, right? I said, no. She goes, dude, you know what it took? It took me over an hour to get here. And I said, I'm sorry, I don't have that. But I have this other salsa. She goes, you're kidding, right? We're going back and forth. Uh -huh. Finally, she goes, you know what? Forget it. Forget it. She got really upset and she turned around and walked away. I thought she was joking with me, right? I'm like, I tell my buddy, I go, she's joking? He says, no, dude, she's serious. And I, he goes, call her. I go, well, what do you want me to do? I don't have any more salsa. She literally walked away from us because she she, she said she drove an hour to get there to get our food with the green bay jalapeno, and we didn't have it. So she walked away. So that was, I felt kind of bad for her, but then again, I felt good. I was like, damn. Yeah, one, like, that's cool, dude. Fuck you. Like, I told <laughs> yeah. you, I told you these other ones are good, too. Try this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had people stealing them from the truck. We would we'd have those uh, what is it the the plastic containers uh -huh. and I would look at the uh, you know where we had them at yeah gone. just out there dunking a, a plastic water bottle and they're like doop doop yep yeah I had this little kid one day just with the with a, a cup we have a creamy chipotle it's freaking amazing and this little kid's kind of ducking down like this and he's going and he's looking up and I turn around I look at him and and uh, I didn't you know, I wasn't mad or anything I said hey man what are you doing he puts the thing back and he takes off running. You just do. You can scare off. Yeah, this kid right and I'm now. gonna tell that because we are the you know number one live Tuesday podcast on right on in the world. So that girl's nice. listening. Yeah, I, yeah. She's okay, out and there. I'm gonna tell you one thing. One thing right now, young lady, you missed out. You fucked up man. on <laughs> having more than one favorite. You salsa. You could have had another favorite salsa. Yes, two or three. Blonde girl running in the wind in Mississippi in 2016. Yeah, <laughs> now you could have had like three different ones, and you could have had like different. You know, uh, I'm gonna go with this one for that, and you know, right. with the with the side I'm going with this. You missed out. Like, quit acting like you know everything. Well, we just blew your mind yesterday. You exactly. didn't know shit until yesterday, and now you're an expert. Like, just yeah. let us do our thing. We could have led you in the proper direction for a brand new favorite salsa, but you got to be an asshole about it, and now you don't get anything. Yeah, yeah, drive an hour back now. <laughs> and don't think that we can only do one thing great. Yeah. Right. Right, you you try to put me in a box. Yeah, you try to put all, me in a greatness all I can box. Do is that one? Put me in a greatness box. I can make anything great. Get out of here. Two part question. Favorite taco stand and then favorite stand that you've that you've been at. Favorite taco stand. 
Um, and a favorite stand I've been at? Yeah, because, you know, I, I know you do other stuff. I've seen, like, gordita. Like, the gorditas oh. one you just did. Man, I love me a good gordita. Let me tell you something about those and gorditas. Me too. Yeah, I was like, I, was like, are we talk- I thought we were talking about food. Yeah. These gorditas, uh, I'll tell you something fast about these gorditas. Uh, the chile verde is, it's up the chain, man. I just, okay, where's, where's those, those are at where? Okay, so those gorditas that um, are at Avenue 26 on Imperial, uh, 2300 East, 15th Street in LA, and they're called Las Tres Gallinas. Let me tell you something. They are super tasty. I mean, just amazing. I live pretty far from there. Okay. When I saw the video, I was like, I'm going to go just to get those damn gorditas. I'm going to tell you something. She makes the 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 hand, she hand presses them, and so she makes them right there in front of you. But the flavor of the, I mean, they're all really good. She's got picadillo. She's got... Um, Chorizo con papa, which is, oh my gosh. And then she has a green sauce. We were talking about the green sauce. That is super, super delicious. But the, the my favorite is the salsa verde. I mean, it's just so, man, I'm going to tell you something. This lady knows what she's doing. I, that's all I'm going to say. This lady knows what she's doing. She's got history behind that. There's yeah. there's much more but just putting uh, salsa verde. But um, I'm going to tell you something. My favorite taco stand or my favorite, I love al pastor. Okay. You know, yeah, uh, braised pork, you know, pork in the trompo and stuff. I love With that flavor. With the piña. With the yeah. piña. I don't like the piña, though. What? Really? I don't. No. Oh, oh, without it, I'm, I I'm nah. out. If there's no, I don't even nah. want to bother. There's a, there's a stand out there that we support, and they got attacked by this one guy a couple years, no, not a couple years back, a couple months back in Whittier. I don't know if you saw the video on that, where the, the guy, you know, threw a bunch of uh, uh, fire extinguishers. Oh, yeah. Extinguisher. I've seen that one. Yeah. yeah. And um, they're called Tacos La Guera. Okay, so they're they're all over LA. They're all over San Bernardino. There was just an accident not too long ago where uh, a, uh, a customer was killed at one of their stands. He was he was actually run over. A uh, car pro- uh, plowed into them Holy and stuff. Holy shit! Damn. Yeah, because they're just on the side of the road. Uh, they wear green shirts. They have the best al pastor tacos, hands Straight down. Up. Oh man, these now people can say King Tacos the best. I, I'm gonna put it out there. This is just my personal opinion. This is me saying. King Taco's gone down. It really has. I was about I to agree. say, King Taco? They're not even in my top 100. That's yeah. swinging at no. me King Taco. Yeah. That's yeah. the hill you want to die yeah. on, King Taco? Well, 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 I'm with him where the meat was beyond flavored, oh, juicy, was, oily. Yes. Fucking incredible. Now, I just recently went after so a while. Yeah, it's fucking dry as fuck. It's not the same. Uh, no. No. Yeah, in the salsa. The salsas have gone downhill so, I mean, so bad they're flavorless. I actually had to add salt to my salsa roja there. <laughs> Damn. That's, that's bad. How about the tamales, though? Tamales are good. You know, tamales, yeah, the tamales are good. Yeah, they're good. I've had the, the tamales there. The quesadillas, of course, you know, they're the same, but the meat is just not the same. But Tacos La Huera have the best. A, a very good recipe on the trompo. On the al pastor is just so flavorful, and if you tell them to leave it a little extra on the on the on the grill, they'll, of course they'll cut out the parrilla. I mean, after after trompo, put it on the on the grill and then toast it up a little bit. Oh Come yeah, on. hell yeah. yeah! It's just the flavor, Get the crunchy, the seasoning, it's just perfect. I think with with um, uh, King Taco and a lot of other spots that we always talk about as as friends sharing, like oh my favorite spot, a lot of them have to do with 
childhood memories. Of yeah. You were yeah. young. My dad took me here. Back in the party you days. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we used to do this here, that. I mean, you know what? Jack in the Box tacos were bomb after every party I was at. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Still is, by the way. Still is. Yeah, and they know have what? the monster one back right now. Yeah. 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 Shoot, come two, on. For two for three dollars. Hey. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, so like, I think that goes into a lot of what people are like. Oh, this is the best taco. Yeah, it was like thirty years ago, bro. Yeah, yeah. When your dad brought you here and you guys had this moment, and I get it, but because yeah, King Taco, I've gone. You know to, what? I. Same goes for anything that yeah. was in the 80s and 90s. They don't make the same. Everything's over-processed. I mean, I think we had a conversation about Shakey's and how the Mojos used to fuck Shakey's? Rock Shakey's pizza? Uh, hell yeah. yeah. Shakey's is still like on point with their pizza. No, their pizza thin crust is bomb. Still on point, but yeah. they're like... They're, they're what mojos. The, what about the salad bar, man? Remember when Shakey's oh, salad, still shaky good. salad still bar? I've on been, point. I haven't been to a Shakey's in so long. Bunch what the bunch, fuck, bro? <laughs> bunch of lunch. Bunch of lunch. But they're mojos. They used to hand cut them. That's what I was going to say. They used to hand cut them and, and put them in the batter and fry them. Yeah. Now they don't do that no more. They're boxed in. Yeah. See? And that's where you Scalability. lose the flavor. Scalability. Scalability. <gasps> that's where you lose flavor. That's where you lose uh, quality. That's where you lose everything. They get big, like you said. you know. And then once they get bigger, they can't afford... Uh, not can't afford... They just don't do the same process. It's impossible to do it once you get like that big. It's impossible. To you know, like, just you like know. just like In and Out. I mean, In and Out, they do everything hand cut. You know, the, the lettuce and everything. A lot of people can say stuff about In and Out. I love In and Out. In and Out is great. Is... Every time I go there, it's always the same. And I'm never. I'm always happy when I walk out of In and Out. I'm like, I'm happy. And, and the just... price point? Oh, like, it's, it's great. So far below everyone else. But, but the thing Carl's is, Junior. If I get like, oh, yeah. they don't have a menu that's so crazy. No, chicken no. sandwiches, this tacos, burritos. No, no, simple. They have burgers, fries. That's it. That's it. And wait, wait, wait. In and Out is burgers or cheeseburgers. Oh, it's yeah, super yeah, simple. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In and Out is the equivalent of like a taco truck too, because yeah. your experience is is completely different in a taco truck if you know the secret languages of the taco truck. Oh yeah. And the thing that's on, and Spanish, the things that you mean? No, no, no. Oh. Like, <laughs> like even oh well, yeah, yeah. But it's like even if because I don't speak Spanish, but I know you can get grilled onions. I don't speak Spanish, but I know about the secret stuff the that secret goes menu. on. Oh, grill. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know the secret stuff that goes on inside that truck. And the same thing in in and out Like, in and outs great at a standy pace. And if you know about the little secret bullshit that goes on yeah. there, it's even better. And like, it's right, the same right. thing at the fucking taco truck. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they, they don't, they haven't changed their recipe, uh, no. not, not the recipe, or the way they the way they make stuff. So yep. once, I went to uh, Shakey's a while back and I was so, uh, I was disappointed, you know? I was like, yeah. man, this is terrible. Especially because of Mojo's, you really want the Mojo's. The Mojo's, <laughs> The what do you think I'm here for? Yeah, pizza's mojos and chicken. That's what drove. That's what drew us in. The mojos. Yeah. You would draw in because you wanted to catch up with the salsa on the side Come and dip on. it. Talk to me, Jimmy. You know, but yeah, there's so many. There's so many food stands out there that are so good. But they've. I wanted to say one thing. I I, I saw somebody about uh, King Taco's always been garbage. By uh, what is it, Samuel? Oh, Samuel Sam Menes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's up, Sam? You know, and and I want to say something. When the owner, the ownership was by uh, uh, Raúl. Uh, uh, Martinez, which is the owner, which is the dad, he knew what quality was. He cared about his product. Mm -hmm. After he passed away a couple years back, uh, many years ago, his uh, family took over. And what little they did, Raul don't know how to do it. <laughs> little Raul, little Raul is cutting corners. Yeah, and it, and, it's, and it cut flavor, it cut taste, it cut quality. And now that's and now to me, it's it's just, it's. I won't go back to King Taco. The last time I went. I think we paid like 60 bucks, and I was like, this is terrible. And I you to... forgot the salsa. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, no, that's what it's all about. I mean, you keep it to where it's simple. Like you said, a simple taco truck where they have everything. Um, you speak the language. Hey, you know, you got three type of meat. You got a burrito. You got a quesadilla. Simple. 
and you know what you want. You get the grilled onions, you get this, you get that, bam, you're, go you're, you're good. So um, there's a lot of good food out there. There's a lot of people uh, that got great food and just, they're all different. Yeah. You know, if everybody can say something, you know, somebody can say, oh, it's all the same. No, it's not. No. Every truck is different. And I want to say something real quick. Um, um, we're talking about different taco stands. And, you know, my favorite, down in Rosarito, Puerto Nuevo, in, in Sonada, by the Guadalupe, they got amazing food out there. Yeah, they're killing people out there, though, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, we, 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 were, we were at the... Uh, I want to say, <laughs> like yeah, this, head is, cut off. this is crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> we were at the uh, Mole Festival. We were invited by the... You know, we're doing a lot of stuff out there with a lot of the chefs, so I know a lot of the chefs out there. And we've been getting invited a lot to go down there and do stuff with them. And uh, we were at the Mole Festival... And uh, we had our grub, our food, and everything. It was really cool. It was just a really awesome event. As soon as we drove up up the street and made a right turn, cops were showing up, and they were blocking up the street. So we had to go around the cop cars. We find out the next day, they killed, they shot some guy in the middle of the street. And I'm like, okay. That was yeah. like like 100 feet from us where we were at. And you can get good, tasty-ass tacos here. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? No, you can. You can. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go back on something. We were talking about all the stuff that they put in food. So we took a young kid, one of my daughter's friends. We took him to Mexico, and he was trying the food. And uh, other groups of people that were there, they've never been out there. And they were talking about, wow, the food's different here. It's, it's good. It's just it's organically over there. They don't process it like we sure, process food yeah. here. So that's the sad part, you know, is that the food out there is just so much more. They had a little taco stand. <clears throat> excuse me. A little taco stand in Rosarito, right off the side of the road. A little dingy, a little, you know, a little messed up place. But man, tacos. Bro. oh my God, hands down. Wow. I mean, just the guy, and this is funny, the guy goes, hey, you did a video for us a, long, a while back. I said, yeah, I remember. And I was like, yeah, he saw it and stuff. So they hooked us up with some tacos and stuff, but they're al pastor and they're, and they're carne asada. It's just mind blowing. Like, if you bring this here, you're going to blow up. But, you know, of course, they, they the live The quality would change. Oh, but yeah, you're right. The quality would change because the meat's different. It's not processed. Yeah. I mean, this is this is farm-grown, I would yeah. say. And they get the stuff from the local butcher. Pretty so, fresh. You know, so yeah, it was really, really tasty. So uh, Mexico, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Our, our um, podcast uh, family from My Grito, uh, Emo Brown, down in San Diego, they were talking about tacos not too long ago on their show. And they were upset that L.A. was... Above San Diego. Yeah. Wow. But we're better, right? Yeah, we have better you tacos. Come on. Yeah, it's just like Texas. You know, people say Texas got the best food, best Mexican food. If you go to Texas, that's Tex-Mex. Yeah. It's they the they switch it up. It's not the same. Now, we here in Los Angeles, <clears throat> it's Little Mexico. Yeah. It literally is. It's Little Mexico. Because when you're leaving Mexico, uh -huh. you're not stopping and staying in San well, Diego. You know what? What kind of, like, whoever left... Didn't stop. No, you know what I mean. They they kept fucking like get out of here. Whoever was worth their fucking salt yeah. did not stop in San Diego when <laughs> yeah. they fucking escaped. They kept fucking going. Yeah. If you want to sell me San Francisco, you can sell me San Francisco because they kept. You know what I mean? They, maybe like, they went further. Maybe they kept going, but what what they didn't do is stop in fucking Mar Vista. You know? Yeah, exactly. like, get out of here. So yeah, so I heard that and I was like, what? <laughs> Come on, guys. LA has better time. It, it's true. You know what? I've I've traveled. You know, not not you know, I've traveled. You know, the, the south and in here and there and stuff. And I've I've always wanted to stop at these little local places just to try them out. You know, just just support them and and see what they're all about. I gotta say some. Out of all the places I've been to, LA's got the best Mexican food, hands down. Period. I don't care what anybody says. You can say, hey, Texas got it, Miami or here, blah, 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 blah. East L.A., Los Angeles in general. 
It's got the best Mexican food. Have you been to uh, El Tepeyac? I mean, a lot of people can say they, they're, they're, they're great. Their food's great. You know, their chile verde. <clears throat> no, I'm sorry, chile verde rojo. They, but it's chile verde. It's amazing food. You know, and I couldn't wait to get back home from Miami to try all the food. We were thin in Miami. <laughs> when we got back, we got fat. So I got to go to Miami then is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, thin it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, it's like a sauna out there, man. <laughs> no, you know what? Uh, uh, I won't say nothing about Tepeyac. I mean, I, I've been there. Um, I, I don't know. I'm going to tell you something. Just like uh, Raul Martinez from King Taco when he passed away, Ma Manny passed away. Yeah. Other little Manny, man. Little Manny little fucker. Manny. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and you know one thing I've learned today? Cutting corners for all you restaurants, for all you taco stands, cutting corners only leads to one thing. Cutting quality and flavor. Absolutely. Ab yeah. And so yeah. I've told this story before, but there was an episode of The Facts of Life <laughs> in the 80s where they were making, where one of the girls in the house, Joe, the one who's like a uh, tomboy, she was making pizzas. And this was like her family, this is how her family made pizza. They'd be making for She was a tough one from New York, right? Yeah, yeah there's artichoke hearts in it, all this stuff. Like that's, yeah, what, yeah. that's what they did. So slowly it became a business, like, you know? Wow. And the bigger it got, they started cutting corn. They started getting frozen artichoke hearts, you know, and they started like doing all this stuff. And by the end of it, it's like, Everybody was upset, like, and right. no one was Quality happy with what was down. going on. And then it turned into a business. So they were like, they did, and it was just like psh, scalability. You know, man. I learned my lessons from the facts of life. Man. You know, it's funny, but I've learned the facts of life. I learned the facts of life by watching the facts of life. Sure. Yeah. So back in the days, but <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, uh, you're right. Quality is is everything. And if you start changing and you start cutting corners and start buying the cheaper product, you're gonna lose people. Yeah. You keep it real. You keep it simple. It might cost you a little more, but you're going to get more people. And that's the way it goes in, in, the, in the kitchen. And I've always, I've never cut corners. I always, even to this day, <clears throat> you know, when we cook at home, you know, we buy good stuff. You know, I'm going to buy the name brands and stuff just to, just to make everything taste better. And um, I love cooking breakfast. I love cooking all kinds of stuff. And that's oh, what yeah. I do. I've got, it's funny, but I've got a flat top, a uh, 36-inch flat top in my front yard. Got a patio. I've got a uh, pizza oven. And I've got the, just a regular grill, and I, I cook on all of them. And I love cooking. When they, my daughter, you know, my family says, can you cook? I'm like, let's go. Let's like, do let's do want. it. I get excited. You know, I get excited. I, I opened the refrigerator. A couple years back, we had a thing in Boyle Heights called La Hora de los Niños. So we were teaching the younger generation how to cook food because... Fuck yeah. My, my, my daughter would, you know, I'm not going to... But she would always say, there's nothing to eat. I'm like, open the refrigerator. There's stuff in there. There's a bunch of ingredients. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so me and my wife decided um, at the farmer's markets to bring our grill and bring some ingredients and show the local kids. So what we did was a lot of these, these kids were, you know, single moms, single fathers, whatever. They'd come home and they're starving. They can't eat or anything. I wanted to show them when you open up that refrigerator, yes, you can make a meal. So we would bring simple ingredients and show them, and that's what we did that for. We did that for a while, and it was it was called we called it La Hora de los Niños. We would just cook for them, and it was something that came out of our pockets. Um, the city took notice of it, so we're gonna get funded by a couple. Oh, nice. Yeah, we're gonna get, and it just never came through. So it, it got a little expensive after because we started building more and more people. But this is something that I would love to get back into. I would such love, a great idea. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of kids that, in America, not oh, just yeah. here in America, that are starving because they don't know. The simple fundamentals of cooking something, an egg. An egg is so simple to cook, but, you know, people don't know how to flip an egg. You know, people don't know how to cook rice. It's simple stuff that you can cook yeah. and make a meal out of it. You know, my family, they go out and get Asian, you know, Chinese food, and they get rice and all this stuff. I get home. I'm like, all right. I get the, you know, the, the box of rice. I get this and that. I cut up some onions. I do some stuff. I put a little oil. 
put the rice in there and I throw other stuff and I mix it up, bam, I got myself some fresh Asian food. You know? Yeah. So whatever you've got, you can turn it into a real meal. And that's what I, some, I, I want to do again. I would love to do that. And working with kids, I'll tell you the funny, well, not funny story. There was this young girl. <clears throat> she must have been about 12. She was, uh, um, uh, how do I say this? She was handicapped. So her right arm and her leg, she was like limping and she was standing there. And I said, you know, Mika, come over here. She, her eyes opened. No, no, no. I go, come on, you're gonna. I'm gonna show you how to make a, a grilled cheese sandwich, with a little bit of stuff on top. You know, you know, get the the cheese kind of melted on the top, but also in the middle. And then she's like, no. <clears throat> I said, yes, you're gonna help me. Put on your gloves. And she was re- very your gloves. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like, bam, bam. She put on the gloves. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, she was real nervous. So she grabbed the cheese. And she went to go throw it on the grill, and it fell on the floor. You know, her hand couldn't hold it. And she looked at me very scared. I said, no, no, it's okay. Grab some more. It's okay. Don't worry about it. She grabbed the cheese, threw it on the grill, and she got the spatula. And I seen her. her she started smiling. She was getting you know, kind of comfort- comfortable. She was flipping the stuff. And I'm going, keep flipping it. You, you know, tap it on the top, put it in the middle, because that's where the, the heat's at, and bring it back. You know, it's like a pizza. You kind of turn it around. I had her cut it, and the cheese was melted. Everything looked really nice. And her, the smile... The smile on her face just made everything. So in my mind, her parents don't let her do anything at home sure, because yeah. she's handicapped. So she feels like she's incapable of doing something. And I was able to say, yeah, you can do it. You can totally do it. And she did it. And the smile, that that touched my heart, man. That to me was was God's way of saying, hey, man, good job, Jimmy. That was, Fuck yeah. that was beautiful, man. And that's something that I would love to get into again. If we can get somebody to fund us, I've got the equipment. You know, I've got the equipment. Let's do it. You know, I would love to do that. I think that's something that we can show the young generation. Absolutely. You know, and, and keep, them hung, keep them full, not starving. Yeah, it's crazy how we uh, donate to so many other countries and give money for this because the kids are starving wherever it may be. But there's a lot of them starving here. You know what I'm saying? Driving through Alabama in America on these little back roads because we took, the, we took the, the shortcuts. We stopped at a couple stores, you know, to get some eat, little restaurants. So we pulled on these little side roads, and there's a lot of kids out there that are just filthy, dirty, you know, filthy. And you can tell they're malnourished, right? Because they're skinny, and you can see like I'm like, this is America. I mean, the land of the free, the of everything. And there's oh, abundance. Yeah, and there's kids out there. Then you look at them, and you can tell they haven't eaten. And it's like, look at that kid over there, man. He had, doesn't even look like he's had a cheeseburger in about a year. You know, it's sad. And that's here. Yeah. And, right. You know, we, we donate to other people, which is great. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Let's take care of us first before we take care, care of others. That's how I feel. We take care of everybody, but we need to take care of amongst ourselves. And, you know, it's sad to see this. And this is on the little back roads in Alabama. It was pretty sad to see that. Really was. Fuck yeah. You know, yeah. I felt like going out there and just buying up some groceries, you know, but. We just stopped to get some food. And yeah, yeah. Gotta keep going, <laughs> I so. can't get involved in yeah. your Alabama problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but see where cooking is taking you, you know what I'm saying? Like, just your dream of becoming a cook after your father passed away. You're in the kitchen because your mom was dealing with with her pain. Right. You go in there, you start cooking, you start doing this, and then now, you you know, you, you went from winning awards to helping out people that are out here struggling or getting abused, uh, uh, vendors, and then now... Leading to, hey, I want to feed kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what? A couple years back, we were in Rosarito. We go there We go there a lot. And um, we were, uh, these, these little kids came over, um, the indigenous kids, they came over, and they were talking um, in their language. 
and I, I called him over. I said, what are you guys, what are you guys saying to each other? I, I'm interested in the language. And he says, oh, I'm telling my sister this, telling her that. So then um, he goes, hey, sir, do you mind buying me a couple of tacos and a soda for me? And my, my, my sister, I said, absolutely, come on. So I don't know if they went, because they came from every <laughs> freaking corner, dude. So we had a table. As a swarm. Yeah. So I was ordering three tacos and a drink for each one of the kids. The bill was almost 100 bucks, And this is, what, 40, 50 cents tacos at the time. And, yeah, it was almost 100 bucks. And then they kept coming. They kept coming like, no, that's enough. I can't. I can't. I paid the tab. And then more kids came up. And I'm like, I don't know how much money I gave them. I go, go, go get some. Ran to the car. And then, you know, it, it was a good feeling. Me and my wife were kind of cracking up. Like, you know how many kids we just fed? But but that's it's a beautiful feeling because these kids are, a lot of them are, are orphaned. They're, they're, they're homeless. Yeah. And it's sad to see a young kid. You know, my, my daughter's 24, my oldest 27, my youngest is 19. And I cook for them all the time. Dad, I'm hungry because they know I love to cook. And, and to be able to cook them a good meal and set it down and then eat it and them to be happy and satisfied, that satisfies my soul. Now, to see a kid that's starving, yeah, that's, that's, that hurts my soul. Fuck yeah. You know, and I want to be able to be, you know, feed that kid and, and help him out, even if I can buy him a cheeseburger, a drink or something, anything, you know? I remember I was in Peru. And we were walking around this market, you know, because I was with the tour group. We're walking around this market, and this kid comes, and he wants me. His name was Ruben. I said, he's 12 years old. And he wanted me to buy him some bracelets. Okay. So I buy a couple bracelets, you know, whatever. And he asked me if he could walk with me. He was like, he was like I just want to do math. He was like, I can do math, like, in English. He was oh, like, I, cause he was really? like, I want to do math in English so I can give out change better, you know, and all that oh, stuff. okay. So I'm like, all right, cool. So we're walking around as me and a girl, my fucking French-Canadian love of my life um and ruben and we walk around and he's we, he's doing math and, and so finally he just asked me he goes hey man can you buy all my bracelets and i go man i'm not rich <laughs> and he looks at me and he goes yeah you are wow and i go what do you mean he goes you live in the united states right he's like you got on an airplane and came here you know like you're staying at a hotel you he got was like you're rich wow. you know and i've never been rich before in my life you know and it was like it taught me so much about perspective in that moment. For from this kid's, I was I might as well be Bill fucking Gates. Right. Yeah. From this kid's in, perspective, in, in that kid's eyes, you are Bill Gates. He had more money. I had more money than he could possibly imagine. Dream and I'm bro. broke, dude. I, I yeah. had no fucking money. <laughs> and it was like, dude. So I bought a couple of bracelets. Nice. I nice. just gave him some money. I gave him some money. I was like, look, man. But I told him after hanging out with him for an afternoon, I go, look, man. You whatever it takes to get out of here, you have it. You know, I go just from hang, just from hanging out with this kid. I could tell, you know, just the way he was put together. I go, you have whatever you can do, whatever you want, you know. And it was like, no, you're right. I Cro felt good, you know. Crossing the border, so I'm, I'm gonna give. Can I give a little shout out to one of my boys out yeah. there? Okay, I want to give a shout out to my boy, uh, Beach Please Baja. His name is Jay, and Maribel. They own this beautiful, beautiful house up in uh, Puerto Nuevo. Uh, this this house is amazing. Uh, you know, you guys can see it on my on my Instagram. Um, you know, they go out there and they donate a bunch of stuff to the to the to kids out there, the orphaned kids. And, you know, they give so much to the people out there. But, you know, we've been out to their their house. Uh, their house is it's a, it's a pretty uh, famous house. And I, I met him through Instagram and we became good friends. And so we go down there every so often. He just invited me uh, last two weeks ago. I couldn't make it. But, man, I'm like, dude, I would love to come down if I get a chance. It's just it's an amazing place. But they donate so much to the local community. And it's just a beautiful blessing what they do. But driving back past the border, and you're talking to these little kids with so much freaking talent. Yeah. So much talent. You're right. They can make, they can, 
you know, to get a, a piece of wood and turn it into a, an, uh, an Indian figure or something, you know, anything. I wish I can do the art that they do down there. Little kids with guitars singing songs. I mean, I try to pick up the bass and some four strings. I couldn't do it. Same here. Same <laughs> like, I look at people like that. Talent. And, or, and talent, yes. Yeah, yeah, just talent. But I, I think that they have to work harder to survive. They have to. Than I've ever worked in my life. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I've never tried at as hard at anything as they have to try every day right. just at eat. life. You know, what yeah, I mean? yeah. it's like, uh, and that you're right. That they, work ethic and that coming from zero, less than zero, kind of like having yeah. to work to zero, like just knowing that you can, and not like these are powerful things, man. It is. It is. It's a sad thing to see them, but. Uh, yeah, they gotta they gotta fight to survive. You know, they gotta fight to stay alive, to to eat, to just do anything. It's not we're spoiled here. Yeah, you know, I, I'm the youngest of six, so my father and mother, you know, they they spoiled me. They gave me pretty much everything, and you know, I I appreciate it. But I I've also learned to work and to get out there and do what I have to do to help people and just make things happen. And there's a lot of kids now that they don't do that. They don't do anything. You know, they just you know they triple A. Uh, uh, Uber Eats and all this stuff. Sure. This stuff gets sent home. <laughs> you know, my son got a flat tire a while back. He didn't know how to change it. I'm like, damn, I thought I showed you. He's like, no, you didn't. I'm like, dude, it's simple. So I had to get down and show him how to change a flat tire. I can take a car apart. When I was uh, 15, 16 years old, I couldn't put it back, you know, put it back together. <laughs> I can take shit apart too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the putting it back together. Yeah. It's the hard part. Yeah. You know, so well, we got our hands dirty at a younger age, but uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, man, that's what it's all about right now—just uh, supporting each other and helping each other, and just supporting the, the local community and the local vendors. That's what we care about, me and my wife. So, so where can we catch you? Uh, do you do only Instagram or? I do no, I do uh, Instagram. I'll give you guys my Instagram handle at Jimmy Sauces with the Z at the end, and uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube at Jimmy Sauces, and. Um, yeah, I got a bunch of videos. Also, my wife, Chicana Foodie Girl, she's got Instagram, TikTok, um, YouTube. No, not YouTube. I'm sorry. Chicana Foodie Girl, she's got Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. So this How's TikTok been for you guys? TikTok has been pretty good, actually, for me. It's, Motherfucker, man. Yeah. Everywhere I know it's like on TikTok, I'm like, how's that going? Oh, it's going good. I'm like, oh, I need to fuck that. Yeah. Like, I fight every day to not make a TikTok and not get involved in TikTok. But everybody that I know that's put any kind of effort into TikTok, it's come back. Yeah, right? you, you know, know I want to tell you something. A lot of these people, a lot of the the, the vendors that I've helped out, they'll, they'll come up and tell me, uh, hey, man, um, you know, I'm going to tell you a funny story. So I did a video for a, a truck in East LA, Boyle Heights, it's a, it's a media truck. I did the video. I posted it. Got almost, I got about 600,000 uh, views, a uh, ton of likes. So one day I go in there. We go, we, we're going to get something to eat. And me and my daughter show up. And there's a couple surfer chicks there, right? Shorts, you know, vans, tatted up. And I look at my daughter and I, I kind of joke with her. And I said, hey, they're in the wrong neighborhood. And she's like, she starts kind of giggling. So I walk up to the chef. I'm like, what's up, chef? He's like, hey, Jimmy, what's up? Thanks for the video, this and that. So one of the girls walks up to me. She goes, hey, did you shoot the video? And she she pulls out her phone. I said, yeah. And she goes, oh, we saw it on TikTok. Hey, this is the guy that shot the video. And she goes, we're going to that place next. We're going to this place next. They That's from, why they were there. They were from yeah. Ana Anaheim Hills. They're from Anaheim Hills. Fuck they were there man. to have tacos, uh, to have all this food. And through TikTok. Rich Orange County white girls from yeah. Anaheim Hills. Exactly. God damn. Exactly. They're not fucking around. So TikTok has been very good to us. Um, a lot of the views I get on TikTok, uh, 
a lot of they go to the food stands. They go to the food places. And I'm gonna that. get me some rich Orange County white girls on Man. TikTok. Authentic. <laughs> and, and if you guys need help with TikTok, I can help you. I'm pretty good at it. Hell so, yeah. yeah. Well, let me tell you one thing. We do not cut corners on the West Coast Pop Lock nope. Podcast. Nope. So the flavor every Tuesday night, eight o'clock, is always on point. Thank you, Jimmy Sauce, Dude, for coming you so in. Much. Thank you. We will thank definitely you. need a part two. Yeah, all right. Because we didn't even get deep into like no, we all just kinds of other stuff. Yeah, I mean, like we went off on a tangent. We were supposed to talk about, you know, all the other things that you were involved with, helping the vendors out and being on TV and, and really being the voice for them. But we'll get to that on the next one. All right. I'm and you better bring some frozen thawed yeah. out salsa <laughs> for us next time. Absolutely. I'll bring it down, man. You guys are awesome. Thank you guys for having me. And, uh, you know, all this talk made me freaking hungry. Yeah, I think I'm going to go get so some Jack in the Box tacos, tacos afterwards. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you once again. It's the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast live every Tuesday night. We'll see you next week. You. Peace. All right. Wow, that was fucking awesome, man. Thank Number one live show in the world, West Coast Potluck Podcast. Coming to you from Pig Studios in Compton, California. Featuring radio personality Super Steve Flores. Comedian extraordinaire, that dude Johnny C. And Mr. I'll do anything for a buck, Mario 81. So throw your dubs in the air and let's get ready to potluck.